Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts. And that's not just what we call ourselves. It's what our moms tell people when the Nissan has Apple CarPlay. I couldn't think of a very good intro, uh, so I think we've just cursed 2023. But uh, welcome to a new year. I am your old host, Luke Miani. And I'm your old host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. And you know what? It's a new <laughs> year. It's a new year. We've got, uh, we've got some of the same old things. We've got the same old intros uh, as, as the last time. But there is, there is something new. This is my, <gasps> my big announcement. Oh, boy. It's a new year, and it's time for a new adhesive solution oh my for god the wall panels that's right that's right i thought that the big announcement was the friends we made along the way no no i don't care about them oh fair enough so you mean to tell me that you may have a potential solution for the wall panels falling down well let me tell you this i have been uh, recording a new video for my channel for the past couple of <gasps> wow. days. I know that's another that's another one. Twenty twenty three. It's oh a, my goodness. It's a new year. I know that channel. Big changes. I want to mention this because I thought this was really funny because we talked about this. My YouTube channel lost uh, monetization status because I haven't uploaded <laughs> yeah. in so long that I don't have enough watch hours to get it anymore. I didn't even yeah. realize that that would happen. When did you I lose thought, it in November? It was like November or the beginning of December. I thought once you got it, you were like, you know, set, but apparently not. You know, I have to try to log back into, I have this old monetized YouTube channel. I don't even know. Like it was, it's so old that uh, it wasn't tied to a Google account. So I don't even know how to get into that account. I have no clue. But it was tied yeah. to AdSense. I did get paid through it back in the old days. And I don't know how to get back. That would be... There's got to be a way. There's got there be to be some way to get back to it, right? Let me try. I would be so curious. Because I I'll think I you. had it on a Yahoo account. Classic, oh classic. It's showing um, up here, but what was the password? While you're looking into continue, that, continue. I will say, I will say, so I've been working on a YouTube video for the past couple of days. Um, I've been filming here, of course. That's also why the background is, is a red color now, because I was changing it up a little bit. But um, the wall panels kept falling down, and it's already hard enough, because I wrote a whole script for this video because uh, it's a very particular, like, I want it to be scripted, whatever. You'll see in a couple of days. But I wrote a whole script for it, and I'm not very good at, like, memorizing stuff to, like, read a script. So it's already, like, kind of frustrating enough to record it. But then these wall panels yeah. kept falling down, like, every five minutes. Like, every five minutes, a new one would fall down. I got, I have so much footage of me, like, bending them and, like, throwing them and, like, slamming them against the wall. Like, I got so heated over, I don't even want to release, I'm not going to release that footage, it's bad. But I got so heated oh. over these wall panels that I finally, just before the podcast episode, I finally went to Target and I bought a pack of command strips. And I'm really hoping that they work so that I can, you know, finish recording my video and also they won't fall during the episode. So, you know, we'll see what happens. You know what? I 
am a little offended. We've been doing this podcast for 71 episodes, but you didn't care to fix your wall panels until it affected your YouTube channel. You know what? Here, here's what I'll here's what I'll say about that. That's a fair accusation. I will I will take that. I will say I feel like the wall panels, the and particularly the fact that they're falling, that's sort of become part of the of the image of dark mode, and it's not something yeah. that I wanted to to give up so easily. And for all I know, they're going to keep falling. You know, maybe this doesn't. You know, this does say uh, says that they're for like posters. See, it says poster strips on it. These are not posters. Right. So no, they could not. still fall, but I wanted to because you know, the I strips figured... actually have technology can detect what you're attaching. So if it's like a, a record, no, off fall, po- a panel, nope, fall. Only posters work. It's DRM. That's, that's yeah. See, that's what I'm worried about. Like I feel like these are yeah. definitely not posters, but I hope that like maybe they can like trick the the command strips into working. I'm not sure how smart you know these wall panels are, but you know we'll see. I think Maybe. probably very. I mean, I feel like so here's the thing, like when I when these wall panels kept falling and I got mad at the wall panels, I kept uh like bending them and like throwing them whatever. In reality, it's not the wall panels fault, it's the tape's fault. And I feel like the wall panels are kind of in this the with wall. me. The wall, yeah, the wall's fault or or the tape, I mean the tape the tape says it works on rough surfaces. So I don't know. It's someone's fault, but it's not the wall panel's fault. I think they want to stay up just as much as I want them to stay up. Mm. And so I'm hoping that they can sort of work with these command strips and kind of kind of figure out something that works out for everyone. I mean, this is this is really uh, we're not even just dispensing tech advice here. This is parenting. This is relationship advice. Noah is learning how to work with his wall panels instead of against. And I think, I mean, honestly, people pay hundreds of thousands of dollars per session to go to therapy to learn this level of material. And you're getting it for free by watching Dark Mode here on YouTube and Twitch for the one person that actually watches it on Twitch. No, that's definitely true. I feel like I've I've learned a lot and I've grown as a person over these past few days learning. I really went through that, the five stages of grief. Uh, oh, and wow. now I'm finally at acceptance where I've where I've accepted that I that I need to move on and, and try new things and and that's where these command strips come in. So I'm hoping. And I'm you know what you in. learned, you learned that always fighting and confronting your wall panels wasn't the best way forward. And so you took what you've learned, and and you used that to try something new. You said, look, rather than fighting and bickering and and going at each other all day. We're going to work together. We're going to try to make some changes in our relationship, you and your wall panels. And, I mean, it has been a solid seven minutes. They have not fallen. They have not fallen. You know, that's better. Honestly, that's better uh, than it's been for this whole time. You know, I sat down. I realized I was misdirecting my anger. It's like one of those things, you know, it's like, you know, couples therapy for my wall panels and I. And we were, you know, I was fighting with the wall panels. But in the end, you know, we, we were really on the same side. And there was, uh, you know, there was, there was a common enemy there. Yeah. The common enemy being the wall. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I do want to also point out here, I'm, I'm going back through the chat. People are, people are hopeful that you and your wall panels will get through things. Uh, this person, though, <laughs> clearly late to the party, 
has said, oh. what's with the stupid jackets? Uh, we have worn these all 71 episodes. So I, I don't know where you've been. Maybe listening on Spotify or Apple Music and not watching, which is fair. And you should do that. You should watch and listen. That way you get a different perspective. There's little yeah. Easter eggs we leave in here. So you, you hear something new every time. Oh, yeah. But uh, they did fortunately uh, get corrected here. The jackets are kind of a tradition. They probably still have the tags. So, uh, Noah, would you care to hold up your sleeve? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. It's been two years now. Two, I think two years. I think the person that said what's with the stupid jackets, they might have like a smudge on their screen or like there might be maybe like the there's like some issue with their screen, I think, because there's no way they're looking at these jackets. These are like the coolest jackets I've ever seen in my life. They must be. They must be confused. Yeah. No. I Have you seen the lining? Look at this. Look at look at this. It's so good. Look at this one. This one's like a like a jungle in here. Ah, I know. I'm jealous of your lining. That's that's really good. You've yeah, got the jungle on. with you all day. I've got this honeycomb. There's bees. Do you have bees in yours? I have uh, butterflies and flowers. I don't think I have bees. bees you don't cool. have bees. Well, see, now I'm torn because I love my bees, but those those flowers, that jungle, that is tempting. Let's let me look up this brand, Talia. I looked Are them up a still... while ago, and it seemed like they haven't done anything in a while, which might be the reason why we got hey, them for so cheap. Spring 2022 collection. Wait, really? Oh, wait. Hang on. Where? Store locator. Hang on. Hang on. What What random stores are these? Can you actually buy these things? That's what I want to know. I would buy another one for 90% oh off. Oh my goodness. I have found another jacket. Wait, this is on Lord & Taylor website. Didn't they go out of business? Isn't that where we got these? Yeah, maybe some of their stores closed. I don't know. I think that is where we I got them. I could have sworn though. they were completely toasted. Or they might be online only now. I, I don't know. Something something happened. I will say, though, they there are retailers. Oh, my goodness. Saks Off Fifth is selling these. These are legit. Men's Warehouse is selling these. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a glowing recommendation, if ever there is one. No, these are legit. This 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 price tag here, $350. We got them for 90% yeah. off, but $350. Yeah, we got them for $27. Yeah. But these are legit. These are legit jackets here. So I, I, I don't know what that person was talking about, but I think we should... Uh, I think we should move on i finally got back into that old youtube channel nice and somehow i have gained five subscribers in the last 28 days <laughs> and 712 views that's pretty good uh, this is i'm assuming this is the one that i'm thinking of the very very old one yes 
That is correct. And, you know, there was a period of time in uh, 2018 to 2020 where it was getting, at most, four views a day. It was nothing. But in 2022, 6,000 views. That's pretty good for, like, 10-plus-year-old videos. This this channel has 148 subscribers. It has doubled in subscribers since I stopped uploading. <laughs> Maybe you should go back to it. The most recent comment is from three weeks ago. And the fifth most recent comment is from five years ago. <laughs> wow. This is... This is shocking. Oh, now hang on a minute. It looks like a staggering 95% of these views are on one single video. Really? What in the world? Yeah. Like, that video is the only video on this entire channel that's getting views. But it has... Almost, and this is only this. This is actually very impressive because, in just twelve years, since February thirteenth of twenty eleven, this video has nineteen thousand views. Wow, that's that's uh, more than a thousand views per year. That's very impressive. In only twelve years, yeah, that is more than a thousand views per year. You're right, on average. That is crazy. It is one minute long. I would I would say that is a successful, a very successful, I dare say, video. I think so. I'm very impressed by that. Oh no. All of these, all of my videos were extremely disliked. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Uh oh. my my like to dislike ratio on on one of these videos is 11%. Oh no. Damn. So we're talking about one like and however many other dislikes that is. <laughs> yeah, that's Cuz uh... it doesn't show you. Well, isn't that like a one, one to nine probably or something like that? Or one to eight if there's nine total, something like that. Yeah. One out of 11%. one out of nine. Yeah. So eight dislikes, one like. Oof. Yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I, I was a youngster making these videos. I will say, though, that, that my most successful video on this channel, this is how I knew I was going to be a YouTuber. Because in June 17th of 2011, I uploaded a video that received 170,000 views. Right? Was that, was that on this channel that you're talking about or a different one? Yeah. This channel... Has a video with 170,000 views. Wow. Yeah. Now, 
Sure. Does it have a 58 point... It, there's 36 dislikes and 51 likes. It was not well received because I was, I think, 12 and a half. We're going to say we're going to say it was controversial. Maybe it was ahead of its yeah. time. Maybe people didn't I would quite understand that, yeah. it. I think we're going to go with they that. They didn't. I think we're going to go with that. I you know this this is what how I got started here on on the tubes. It's crazy to think I've been on YouTube for Oh god, this year's going to be 13 years. That's more than half my life that I've been making YouTube videos. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. A lot of people in the chat are asking for the name of the channel, but I'm assuming you don't want to give. You're that never out. gonna get it. That's not gonna happen, folks. Yet yeah, that's just not gonna happen. I will not be never? telling. What about like no. a million? What if you get like a million subscribers? Then will you reveal it? Something big? Maybe. I'm not gonna make you commit to anything, but maybe. Okay. A million? No, five million subscribers. That's my that's my price for revealing this absolute, absolute like embarrassment. Okay, it's not that embarrassing. I was a kid. I was making it's videos. It's not embarrassing. But I I don't want to. I'm not revealing that information. I need five million subs. So if you guys and your four point five million friends subscribe. I'll do it. I'll drop the at, but not until then. Not a moment sooner. All right, unless unless someone can pay me enough to to make it worthwhile for me to leak it. Someone here says I'm 35. I remember 13 years ago. Uh, I should hope so. Unless you had a a very brief period of amnesia. Or have just woken up from said period of amnesia. I, I'm i glad to hear that, Chris. I honestly... I have very few memories from 13 years ago, I think. Really? I'd have to sit have and like think about it. memory. I don't know. I have, like, maybe maybe some memories. A lot of them are pretty vague, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. 13 years weird? ago. That's a long time. A lot happened in 13 it's years. Weird. It's a lot of stuff to remember. Well, yeah, but that's how memories work. It's not, you're not like studying them. It's not like you have to write them down all the time. You just, you just remember things. I don't know. I guess uh, I got too many song lyrics and coding terms in my head, but we'll see. Dude, 13 years ago was 2010. That's weird. Every time there's a new year, I realize that things are a year further ago than they were a year ago. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. <laughs> that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. And and it's for the first like two months of uh, the new year, I just have this realization. I'm like, oh, wow, 2015 was eight years ago. And then everyone goes, whoa, no way. Time? What's that? No, honestly, that is that is weird to think about because that that doesn't seem like that. I definitely I definitely remember 2015 more eight years ago than I remember like 13 years ago, but like still eight years ago. It's kind of crazy. 
but you know what? This guy is 53 and could be my grandfather. That's uh, someone those are said, some tight margins. Someone said I'm 54 and I could be your father. So we got a 54 so year this, old father and a 53 year old grandfather. And a 53 year old grandfather. That That's makes sense. Good. That checks out. Yeah, yeah. My my actual grandfather was born in 1934, though, so that's a little bit further further back. Oh, the good old days. The good old those days I remember. Of the Great Depression. I remember those days. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Noah was a big proponent of of the New Deal when it came oh, out. Absolutely. I mean, look at. Do you remember when the New Deal dropped? Oh, dude, that was that was fire, crazy, man. FDR dropping the New absolute Deal. That banger. was some banger. <laughs> absolute, FDR was the goat absolute FRFR. banger legislation. <laughs> FDR absolutely goaded. Oh my god, Hundo P, Hundo P, Hundo P. But but do you remember when when World War Two dropped? Oh, just mm. Mm, not goaded. That was that was that was crazy. That was whack, honestly. That was at 100%. <laughs> World War II, whack as hell. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Should we talk about Apple stuff? <laughs> I uh, forgot about that. I think, I think, I think we've, uh, we've vamped for enough time. I think we could get into that. Yeah, well, we're not vamping. We're just, we're just shooting the shit. We're just two bros just... catching up. It's, I haven't seen you since last year. Ha ha ha, good one. Classic, classic. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. We need the sound effects. Uh, I don't mean to alarm you, Noah, but Terry had socks before we were even born. <laughs> to be fair, Noah had socks before I was born, and we were born in the same year. He was just born a little sooner. Like, you get socks very, very early in age. Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, an interesting... <laughs> That's, like, one of the milestones, you know? Like, you have, like, you know, your 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 birthday, your... Your, uh, you know, your driver's license. You, uh, yeah. you get married. Whatever you get, your socks. Your first socks. That's a big milestone in life. Absolutely. Most people are well into their mid forties by the time they get their first socks. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a crazy world. I just, I do always love the, uh, the tropes of New Year's, which is people who are not old remarking about how old they are. People yeah. who are actually old having no idea that anything has changed because it's all a blur at that point. My grandmother doesn't even remember how old she is. Why would she pay attention to that? She's got a lot of other things on her mind. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, medium old people looking at young people and telling them how young they are. Yeah, I feel like that's how it is. It's like when you're young, you want to be older. And then when you're old, you want to be younger. And when you're in the middle, it's like you don't know which side you're on. It's like that whole thing. It is kind of funny. Dude, if I had a penny for every – like every time I talk about vintage Apple. And by the way, vintage is a subjective term. If you buy a vintage car, it's probably 40 years old. But if you buy a 40-year-old Apple product, that's an antique like yeah. vintage is relative to uh the time frame for whatever thing it is. So, I make a video on an older PowerBook or the original MacBook Air or an older iPhone, some of the original iPhones. Those are vintage. Apple considers stuff from like 2015 to be vintage. So like yeah. give me a break, but every single time I say like here's this vintage iPhone 
there's there's some like mid millennial like born in the late 80s who's like oh my gosh ha <laughs> This is vintage. I had that phone last week. Ha <laughs> You're so young. Oh, you must you must be a fetus. You must still drink out of a bottle. Oh, do you even have your adult teeth in yet? Ha <laughs> I'm so old. I remember playing on the PS3. I'm like, bro, what are you what are you talking about? Why are you gatekeeping the concept of time? Is that Mickey Mouse that like that comments that on your videos? Because that's what it sounded like. I'm so old, I can't even see straight anymore. Wait, that's actually really good. <laughs> that's really good. Wait, was that actually? <laughs> I think so. Was I it? think that was actually really good. I don't know. I'm I was, going to need some, I need a point of reference. I don't know what Mickey Mouse sounds like. <laughs> I guess that. I, I, we'll I don't know. I, I feel like that was good. I'm going to kill myself if you don't say that that iPhone is basically new. Oh my god! Uh, I gotta think love that's it. pretty good. Yeah, people were saying that was good. I think that someone was someone said that it was scary, close to some kind of demonic possession. Is that true? Fair. Uh you know, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree. I'll tell you what, though, I, I can find you countless like real world examples of exactly what I'm talking about, because I had uh, I had a little bit of a viral moment on TikTok. I don't know if did we talk about this? I think I think we did. Was this the one with the charger? Hey, the one with the with the charger that the person that the other account stole and got like 11 million views or is this a different one? Oh no no I that one that one was that's back when I started my TikTok like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, and it was because someone stole our content, put it up there, and I was like, "Hey, that's mine." And then everyone on TikTok bullied them into uh, taking the video down, and I kind of <laughs> felt bad about that. But I now have my very own viral TikTok, which if you'll look here, look at that. Oh, you can't see that at all. Two two million likes. Wow. Eighteen point eight million views. Oh yeah. Oh, that's legit. So that's like legit viral territory. And oh yeah, this person is right. I talked about this on Genius Bar, but not here. So this that video was very interesting because a lot of people enjoyed it, which I'm glad about. But every every time a video gets seen by 18.8 million people, a couple of them are going to be annoying geezers who can't help but criticize everything that they see ever. <laughs> and so, you know, there are 7,475 comments on this video. Some of them are going to be a little bit irritating. And obviously I can't, I can't go... There's no way I could possibly go back through all of that, but uh, immediately, 43 minutes ago, I did not even have to go back an hour. I This video has been up for, how long has this been up for? I posted this video on December 11th, 43 minutes ago, I've got a comment that's exactly what I'm talking about. They said... Hang on, I lost it. They said, 
3G just discontinued a few days ago. It's so recent, bro. People are like, oh, I still have this in my drawer. I just used this until last week, it seemed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's so many of these comments, too. Although, you know what? I would say a solid, like... Oh, here's another one. Bro, stop talking about this like it's a relic, making me feel old AF. <laughs> it's kind of funny, the the duality of TikTok, because I feel like du TikTok is like old people and like ch literal children. And some people are like, I wasn't even born. And other people are like, I had one on Tuesday. <laughs> that, that is, that's true. Oh, my God. A solid 2,000 comments are, like, 8 gigabyte and then, like, the emoji. <laughs> yep, yep. Those are, the, those are the two extremes. I don't know. It's just funny because, like, people – I get what they're saying that, like, oh, you know, it's not – in the grand scheme of things, it's not that old of a thing, I guess – but, like, at the same yeah. time, we're talking about technology and especially mm -hmm. talking about, like, the iPhone. Like, that changed so – it's not been around for that long. And it's changed so much in the time that it's been around, especially technology as a whole has accelerated so much lately that it's, like, even yeah. if on, like, the absolute scale of time it's not that old, in the relative scale of, like, technological advancement, it's pretty old. And I feel like people don't really yeah. understand that or take that into account. It's like, I don't know, it's what I was saying earlier. It's all relative. Like, bro, if your house is built in 2008, nobody's going to say you have an old house. Like, for a house to be old, it would have to be built in, like, I would say, honestly, like the 1920s. Anything newer than the 1920s, I don't think is that old. If, I, if I'm, if I'm going to go out and get, like, I collect antique books. And the books that I really, really like are from the 1500s and 1600s. That's mm -hmm. really old. But then if you – I also collect uh, – I like ancient Rome. So I got ancient Roman coins. And when you collect ancient Roman coins, you get these coins from like AD 300. And people – and they're referred to as the newer coins because it was the later empire. Like, And then if you go to Egypt, it's like, oh. Oh, your thing is only 5,000 years old? My thing's 7,000 years old. Ah, shut up. Like, it's all relative, bro. Technology operates on a different time scale than, you know, like geology, for example. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's all relative, and technology is so different, especially, like, you know, we you look at the first, like, five or six generations of iPhones. Like, you compare the original iPhone to, like, the iPhone 4, and even you compare the yeah. iPhone 4 to, like, the iPhone 6. Like, those are pretty big differences that you're not seeing these days. It's It was a – there were some big jumps in the early days. And the really ironic thing is that if you look at the past decade or, let's say, 14 years since that iPhone 3G came out, the pace has actually slowed down. Like, in 2008, if you were using a phone that was 14 – 13 years old well it had a landline coming out of it it certainly yeah. was not or it was in a suitcase like 
Yeah. It. What would what would have been thirteen years old in two thousand nine? Nineteen ninety six. You really think that that would not have be that would have been considered an antique relic in two thousand nine? But now people are like, oh, my two thousand nine phone's brand new. I made a whole video actually. If we're tying this back in a little bit, look at this clever, clever me. I made a whole video, which I actually thought was pretty good. Uh, it didn't get a ton of views, but if you saw it, then you're cool. You're an OG. Uh, I did sort of like a, a retrospective on how consumer electronics have become completely cheap compared to what they were. And they also last a lot longer. I mean, if you look at one of the examples that I gave was the Macintosh SE30, which just three years later became the Macintosh LC. The only thing they did, it was exactly the same in every way, except they halved the speed of the data bus. So it was a very, very similar computer. And it cost like a third the price. In, in, in two or th two to three years. And so those are the types of things that were happening in the early days of computers. And th they were unbelievably expensive. You, you've heard of the Macintosh SE30, right, Noah? Yeah, I think I actually saw this video that you're talking about, too. Oh, really? So you're an OG. I Yeah, yeah you, you could say that. Hell yeah. How much do you think... Adjusted for inflation in 2022 dollars, the Macintosh SE30 starting price was. I mean, it was in the thousands, right? Those old computers were definitely in the thousands. Yep. Adjusted even for before inflation. inflation. Yeah, even before inflation, yeah. I feel like they were in the thousands. I, I don't know. Ten, ten thousand? I, I don't know. Sixteen thousand dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. The original Macintosh, which... So, hang on a second. 1984 Macintosh. Original MSRP. Steve Jobs, when he announced the original Macintosh, introduced it as effectively... You can kind of think of that as the iMac or the iBook or the MacBook Air of its time. The intent was to make it more accessible because at that point, personal computers were ridiculous, out of the realm of even comprehension, right? And so when the 1984 Macintosh came out, it was $2,500. And that was the mass market computer that was meant for to be more accessible for normal people. Now, you probably have seen this coming, but 1984, $2,500, that's $7,163 today. It's pretty, pretty good. And that was the cheap entry-level mass market computer. So, geez. The G... Th and, and 
that's back in the 80s. Fast forward to the late 90s, 1997, when Steve Jobs was back at Apple, they came out with the G3 PowerBook. That thing started at $5,700 in 1997. Not adjusted for inflation. I be- That's like, I think it's about 10 grand if you run the math on that now. Let's see. 5700 1997 $10,572. Starting price for that's effectively uh like the uh 16-inch MacBook Pro analogous. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's kind of hard to believe, but the pace of technology is actually slower now where, you know, the fact that people can go online and say, Oh, a 2008 iPhone's not that old. When in reality, if you go back 15 years, you would not be using anything that was 15 years old at the time. That was the point that I made uh, in a video a while ago. I was like, I make videos all the time talking about using 13, 14, 15 year old MacBooks. But if you go back 15 years, 2008, could you imagine in 2008, anyone using every single day for their main workflow, a laptop from 1993? No, those, those computers, like even, even by that point, those like old computers, like even like Anything before XP, I feel like at that point was already like pretty old, pretty outdated. Exactly. Like, and that's not even that old at that point. And that, yeah, Windows XP would have only been five years outdated at most. 2003 to 2008. So like, it is it is interesting because in some ways I agree. Probably also because I've been, you know, sentient and human for more time like in the 2000s i wasn't really paying that much attention to computers let's be perfectly honest until the very end of it yeah but since you know the 2010s obviously we're a lot more in tune to things you and i know it because we're actually like alive uh (laughs) but i mean it is a striking difference it's actually a really really major historical event that i think nobody even notices I think it's genuinely really, really like, remember how all the way through like the early 2010s planned obsolescence was this huge thing and people still talk about it today, but they, the, the definition got moved around because in the nineties, you have to remember what planned obsolescence was super big, a big, a big talking point outside of the technology sector from like the mid nineties to the mid two thousands. And that's a very key piece of time because those were the times where you could buy a brand new $5,000 machine in 1998. And by 2001, it was barely usable because everything was moving so fast. I personally would argue that that wasn't necessarily intentional obsolescence that was built into it, but just a reflection of how fast we were developing and innovating. But when you look at the current uses of planned obsolescence, people mainly just talk about like the iPhone battery thing. 
Yeah, I feel like it's gotten to the point in the earlier iPhones, it really was... I, I don't know if there ever was, you know, planned obsolescence. Maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. But in the early days, yeah. it was really that the that the components in the phone, like the processor wouldn't be able to keep up after a couple of updates. And, like, there, the pace of innovation was, like, you know, adding, like, what? The 3GS added video recording, right? And you couldn't record videos yeah. before that? Like, things, like, fundamental things like that that were happening... And now we've gotten to the point where, like, things are so good that the battery is a limiting factor. Like, on those old phones, the battery yeah. could have also been an issue, but the other things became obsolete before the battery did. So that was, you exactly. know, sort of hid, hid that issue, I guess you could say. But, yeah. That's a very good point. Because, like, you, if early cell phones, you would not have been using them long enough for your battery to be the problem. And I think it's very interesting that the iPhone battery gate uh, was this big issue and people were using these five-year-old cell phones, which historically no one had ever used mobile devices that long. Like the concept of the PDA from inception to obsolescence was less than like five years. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. And uh, I mean, it's like, I think I watched some news like explainer video and this is probably like almost 10 years ago because this was in high school that this happened but I remember uh we watched this thing and and I was just thinking like this is this is just wrong because they were like look at this example of planned obsolescence in one model of computer they're using this type of connector and then just two years later, they changed the connector to a different shape. And that meant that it didn't work. And I was like, bro, you're talking about S-Video to VGA. Those are different technologies. And sometimes you have to change a connector. Like, that's what they were talking about. They were talking about when S-Video and VGA were being replaced with, like, DVI. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you literally... Like the 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 connector itself cannot display any higher resolutions. So I mean, if you want to keep using VGA for the rest of your life and be stuck at what what can VGA do? Seven twenty, maybe ten eighty. Like I think maybe ten eighty i or something. But like yeah, like there it's it's not it's not evil corporations trying to lock you out. It's physically impossible. To push, you know, it, it's a physical thing. It's a connector. You can't get more out of it than it is capable of having. And you can't just, like, the implication was, oh, well, they should have just designed it to work longer in the first place. It's like, oh, so they should have just anticipated, you know, technology that they didn't actually have. That's what they, that's, ah, these corporations yeah, I feel like that's – I feel like if ever there was to be an argument about planned obsolescence, it would be now more than then just because, like, things have slowed down. The the, the pace mm. of innovation has slowed down, uh, you know, because because things are so good. Like, if you look at the past couple of iPhones compared to the first couple of iPhones – big difference in terms of like you know now we're getting incremental improvements and that's because things are already so good that you don't even need to improve it that much so now you could even if you really wanted to i'm not saying you should but you could get into that discussion yeah. of like oh they're making choices 
uh, for planned obsolescence because now that things are slower, they kind of maybe they can anticipate things a bit more or they can make more decisions. In those old days, things became obsolete because like things were changing so quickly, and that's what happens yeah. when things change so quickly. Like, would you call going from a CRT to an LCD planned obsolescence now? Would you call the abandoning of plasma screen TVs planned obsolescence? No. Most of these are just the development of technologies mixed with demand. Plasma screen TVs, they went away because it became uneconomical and impractical compared to LCDs. But there was a while where plasma screens, remember in the mid 2000s, like plasma screen TV was like the status symbol because they could be like 57 inches. Yeah. And that was huge at the time. But now nobody really uses a plasma screen TV because they're enormously heavy and expensive. They're actually quite cool though because they have individual uh, illumination. So they kind of like OLEDs have true black and good contrast ratios. That's cool. Yeah, I just... Yeah. I feel like... Um, oh, I was going to say something. I feel... Okay, I feel like if anything... Uh, you know, if you, you, you could say that nothing's planned obsolescence, you could say everything is planned obsolescence. Like it's planned that mm -hmm. this is not going to be the thing that sticks around for like the rest of time. I mean, there's different time scales yeah. for how long, like you can look at lightning, you know, lightning has, uh, has been around for, uh, what, since the iPhone five, what was that? 2013 or right. 2013. The iPhone five came out in 2012. 2012 so the lightning cable has been around since like 2012 or something like that and you know maybe yeah. maybe uh next year if the iphone goes to USB-C, that'll probably be the last nail in the coffin for lightning i guess i mean you I could say so. that lightning was planned obsolescence because maybe they weren't planning on supporting it for years and years and years but you know it lasted for 10 years 11 years whatever so i mean planned obsolescence is such a silly term if you think about it i mean you could why are we not all driving Ford Model T's, right? They got us from A to B. Why don't we just continue to do that? The Ford Model T proved that advancement has to keep going. Because uh do you remember the famous quote from Henry Ford in the nineteen twenties? Didn't it what was it about like he wanted every every person to have a Model T or something like that? Oh, that was, yeah, the Model T, it was like, we want a uh, chicken in every pot and a Model T in every driveway or something like that. I can't remember something the like quote. That, yeah. But in the 1920s, the famous quote was, you can have your Ford in any color you want as long as it's black. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Because that, they only had black cars, and the whole 1910s, they only had the Ford Model T. There's one model, one color, that's it. That's all you want. And wouldn't you know it, very quickly, they were like, ah, hmm. So what do we do if everyone already has a Ford Model T? Could you imagine if every single person had a black Nissan Altima on the road today? Like, <laughs> you would never need to get a new black Nissan Altima because they all are exactly the same. So eventually it's like, okay, maybe we'll do a green Nissan Altima. Mm, green and we can make it a little faster 
and we can make the bumpers more sturdy so you can bash it into more walls before it starts to fall off. Oh, I would buy and that And then, car. boom. I would too. Who wouldn't? And that's how and then and then what? So you paint the new one green and make it look different and then that's now you're that's planned obsolescence now. Yeah, I mean it's faster than the other one. The other one is the other one's slow and you know, it's it should have been faster. Someone says you could buy some paint and paint your Model T. I don't think so. I don't think paint was invented until nineteen ninety. <laughs> Do you agree? It was all just wallpaper. I think you could wallpaper your Model T before then. That would actually be so funny. I would love <laughs> to see that. I bet you in the 1920s, like you know how today people will wrap their car and like, like put spoilers on it. I bet you in the 1920s people would like wallpaper it and put like wainscoting on the bottom and like a sconce <laughs> on the side. <laughs> oh yeah, that's some drip right there. That is absolutely dripped out, let me tell you. And then instead of, like, you know people put LED lights in their cars? Oh, yeah. How about a brass chandelier? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's classy. Let's get a couple candles to, like, uh, you know, a couple oh, candles nice. to give some nice, like, mood lighting. Yeah, some nice soft lighting, and then you can have the little candle on the dish that you can carry around exactly. in your night in your, co- in your night coat with the little <laughs> pom pom off the nightcap. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's a great idea. I oh, bet yeah. you 1920s drip would have been the funniest thing to see if there was like a car modding scene. Do you think they? Do you think anyone ever slammed a Ford Model T? <laughs> that would be. That is really funny. Like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be some people who got that thing and were like, "Oh, I like." Someone has to have like modified their car back in those days. Nineteen twenties modified Ford Model T. I wonder if anyone has done this. I just can't imagine that people would have not done that i mean i know one of the things that people would always do is is like take the hood covers off so you could see the engine oh geez but they were very small little engines they didn't go very fast i would love to see someone put like uh spinners on a ford model t you know the rims that have like the thing that keeps spinning when you stop yeah yeah i want to see someone like roll coal in a in a model t you think there were any of those people back in the day (laughs) well you know you it's funny you should mention that because the ford model t competed with electric cars Hmm. did you know that i'm not sure if i did let me look at 1910s before the uh like automobile was established before the model t came out most cars were actually battery electric cars hmm here oh wait here's here's the uh the most popular car of 1905 i found a picture of it and i would so love to make a video on one of these that would actually be really sick. But 
this this is your Tesla of 1905 right here. Oh, I like that. And actually, the similarities, I don't know. It kind of does look like a Model 3. Look at that front end with that smooth, no grill. Mm. Also, no real headlights because they. it looks like they did put sconces on this front, on the front of this thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see it. I see it. So it's a Fritchell. Hmm. I wonder if how much do you think a Fritchell costs? I want to get one. It like doesn't. To, I will say, yeah, I, I want to get one right now. Do you, do they still exist? Like an original yeah, one? No. Oh, an original one? <laughs> I I thought you were saying maybe like, in a museum. They're still making cars. No, I mean maybe maybe you could find one in a museum somewhere, but there's no way you could actually Whoa. get one. It had a range of a hundred miles. It's better than I feel like that's some not bad for 1905. That's like the same range as a Nissan Leaf now. That's like the whole world back then. A hundred miles, dude. Could a hundred miles in 1905? No range anxiety at all. Where would you possibly need to go? That's more than a hundred miles away. Yeah. That is sick. I want to drive one of these. Can you even buy? Oh gosh, they only built five hundred, and there no. might only be one left. <laughs> oh, good luck getting that one. Crap. I want to buy a Fritchell. I will say I do get why it didn't catch on. It's not as ringy as Tesla. Could you imagine being like, "Yo, do you guys have the new Fritchell?" <laughs> yeah. It sounds like an like an the old new... <laughs> an old timey name, like like of a person. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you know it? Uh, it was started by Oliver Parkle Fritchell. But was that a last? I feel like it could be a first name. Fritchell as a first name. Yeah, like, you know, like one of those like old-timey like first names like like, you know, like old man old man Fritchell down the street. It's like okay, I, 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 I could see that, but it. I feel like old man X is usually a surname. All right. Like uh, they wouldn't true. say old, old old man Dan. Like no, they would say old man Crotchet. All right, old then, man then Fritchell. I could see I could see the last name. I could see it being a, I could see it being a first name, like a really old, really old timey like. I don't know, like like Fritchell Willoughby, the 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 boy genius. Okay, Fritchell Willoughby. I, that does sound like a name. I'm not gonna lie. I wonder if, I wonder if they had like model designations, like the new Fritchell Ditchell, 102 <laughs> miles. <laughs> That would be ditch, sick. ditch your old Fritchell and get the new Fritchell Ditchell. <laughs> ditch your old Fritchell and get the Ditchell, the Fritchell Ditchell on sale yeah. now. Yeah, there you go. That is so funny. Someone said that Jay Leno drove one. Where is the Fritchell? I want to. I dude, I will absolutely watch a Fritchell. That is so <laughs> sick. Old cars are so cool. I do get when people cool. say like, oh, they don't make them like they used to. I mean, there's good reason because they were hideously unsafe, slow <laughs> and dangerous. But like, so like they do make them better in many ways. 
but I, they do look rather magnificent. Oh yeah, when your dad had that that old car, that like baby blue, what oh, was yeah. it called from like the fifties or whatever or whatever. Nineteen fifty four. It was a nineteen fifty four Chevy Bel Air that we had. That was for a, a couple cool, years. and we went for like a little drive around the neighborhood. Like that, that was pretty cool. I gotta say. Yeah, I personally, I okay. If I were to have any classic car, I would definitely have a Triumph TR6. It's not Never that it. old. It's not that, like, crazy. But this is, like, an actual achievable... Like, if I were to get a classic car, I would get a Triumph TR6. They're not that expensive. Bro, look at this. Let me Let me pull my screen up here and tell me that this is not sick 1975 triumph tr6 mm, i do it's like it's $28,000 these things are tiny this is an itty bitty little tiny tiny car straight <laughs> six it's british leyland so it'll probably break a lot but like look at this mm, yeah, i would absolutely yeah. drive like one of these tiny little old roadsters that is so sick that should be your next project after the Porsche. Oh, God. I don't know if I can do any more projects for a while. And I love <laughs> that British racing green. Mm. It is, There's that something is nice just so car. special about it. Yeah. I like that. I still can't find Jay Leno in the Fritchell. Let me look this up. Jay Leno Fritchell. I don't see it here at all. Oh, he drove a different one. It's a Baker electric car. Mm. There we go. That is really cool. That looks like a box. <laughs> a box. I want to buy one of those now. Let me share this screen. Dude, this is the Apple car of 1910. I'm telling you. Look at this. Oh man, that really is a box. It's it is literally just a stagecoach with nothing in front. It's two seat, it's just got like a little bench, candles on the front. There's Jay. Nice. Look at him go. Nice, nice. Love him. Is that a clock? Is that a wall clock in there? Oh my god, I need one. Oh of these. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> they did a convertible one. Dude, I want one. That is pretty cool. Look at that. That's your Tesla supercharger from 1911. Oh, yeah. They did a, they did like a big one too. How much, wait, how much did these cost? Holy crap. $2,600? $2,600? How much wow. is that going to be? In 1913, $2,600. Okay, let's get it. Everyone get take a guess. Okay, well, everyone else is going to cheat, but you take a guess. I mean, what's... 
inflation. I mean, inflation for over a hundred years. Yeah. Twenty six. I don't know. It's got to be like ten times, a hundred times as much. I don't know. So what is that like? Twenty six thousand. Two sure. Two hundred sixty thousand. I don't know. Okay, not that much. It's seventy eight thousand dollars. Seventy. That's so that was a luxury for a box. luxury car of its time. Dude, I want one. Baker electric car for sale. How much do they cost? There are zero Baker electric for sale on classiccars.com, unfortunately. Uh, ooh, hang on, hang on. This one sold. Ah. A million dollars. That is an appreciating asset right there. Yeah, it is. Wait, what? I don't know how I have gotten to this. But I have got... I have somehow managed to find a classified ad from 1914 from Chicago for a used Baker electric car for $2,400. Call Ralph. Should we call him? You think Ralph is still kicking? I mean, 2400 be pretty good. Bro, it had a range of 200 miles. That's really impressive. That's really impressive. Why? Okay, we should have. We honestly, we screwed it. We 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 completely screwed ourselves. Yeah, what the heck? That's like seemed like we were we were pretty good there for a while, and then we uh went in the went in a different direction. Bro, a hundred and thirteen years ago, we had electric cars with 200 miles of range where did we go wrong i would be so curious i mean is it like big big oil big big diesel is there like a big diesel is is there even a conspiracy i don't know but like that is kind of economics was the conspiracy unfortunately but look at this i did find one bring a trailer has a no reserve Baker Electric project car. Uh, I think this might k This this might be a little old, but can I bid and comment? Hello. Oh, this is this is I don't know what this is, but this is not currently active. But like, oh. look at this. We could have had a Baker Electric car with a ton of work needed on it. Clearly. This is so cool. Look at that. Dang, I would drive that today. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Just just as it is with the with that. Looks that looks road safe. Oh yeah. Dude, I want one. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> no no cap. It, a two hundred mile electric nineteen ten convertible. That is so sick. Could you imagine rolling up? 
to the whip. Wh- whipping up in that. <laughs> Hell yes. That would be that would be quite a flex. We should build one ourselves. Like a new one from the original blueprints. We should. That would go great. It would be road legal and road safe and then we could do a road trip in it. We could go across the country. Yeah. 200 miles. I'm sure I what's the top speed? 1910 <laughs> Baker top speed. It had a 3 speed transmission. Interesting. And a whopping 1.75 horsepower. Not not quite not quite as good as two horses on ah. a, on, a, on a buggy buggy. Ah. Ah. Uh, top speed 14. Okay, so it's like about as fast as a bike. A bicycle. That's worth 80 grand. That's it's fast it's faster than walking. There were like a there were multiple like you could get a Columbia electric car from 1901 that could go 12 miles an hour and it could oh i could only do 35 miles though so not not ideal Mm. 90 90 miles at 11 miles an hour for another model the american electric vehicle company had four horsepower. Whoa. Yeah. Top speed. 15. Okay. We're, we're seeing a trend here. You know, they'll get you, they'll get you where you need to go anywhere. They'll get you anywhere you need to go. Realistically. As long as it's very close. I mean, you know, 90, I'm talking about back in the day. I'm talking about a hundred, whatever years ago. Oh Yeah realistically they'll get you where you need to go just very 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 slowly yeah i mean look in 1904 do you need to go more than 35 miles and faster than 14 miles an hour no you weren't even gonna fly anywhere like what are you complaining about yeah it's whatever anyway we now we got very distracted we did get distracted. We are over time, which is fine. I yes. want to point out before we end that all of the wall panels oh my God. are still up. And I don't think that they're looking like they want to fall. I think they're looking like they're up there. You're right. Holy moly. That's crazy. Yeah. How so did you do we'll- that? It's the it's the power. See, I, I'm hoping if they the real test is I'm not going to take them down because I always take them. Well, they usually fall, but if they don't fall, I take them down at the end of the week. I'm going to leave these up here, and if they're up here by next week, then I will be very impressed. And I think I think we might need to get command strips to sponsor this podcast. I think so. I mean, honestly, what are we even going to do if those stay up? Like we have no content anymore. I feel like that was carrying the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll. See. I might have to. I might have to sabotage it. Let me. Let me. Let me tell you this. If Command Strips wants to sponsor 
the podcast and these things stay up, then that's great. But if they don't want to sponsor it, then I might sabotage the wall panels to make sure that oh. they fall down. So maybe I like it's a little this. bit of a using threat. blackmail to land a sponsor. That's really yeah, exactly. Good. It'll it'll go over well. I like that. You know what? That's exactly what we're gonna do. Let's get on. We're gonna hit up the emails. We're gonna we're gonna set our trap. So we will update you guys next week. Wait, maybe next week. I am going to Japan in three days. Whoops, forgot to mention that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I might. I think we might be off uh, next week, but I hopefully we'll be back the week after, because I think. What time is it, right now in Japan? Oh, I think we we it's twelve fourteen p.m. Yeah. I'll totally be able to do that. So are you gonna join from Japan? Yeah. Very cool. And are we gonna have maybe maybe another person uh, could could join as well next week? Maybe, maybe could be. Who's Possibly. to say? Yeah. Well, so stay out. tuned. If if I am able to be on, I will. I mean, I'll I'll set it up in advance so you'll see that the stream is gonna happen. Uh, if you don't see it, don't be surprised. I might be skiing. Not sure about that. It depends on what day it is. It, I very well might be skiing. Oh, well. all right. But the week after that, I think we're all good. Okay, cool. You know what else is cool, Noah? What else is cool? This transition to ending today's episode of Dark Mode. I've been your host, Luke Miani. And I've been your host, Noah Rubin. Have a great night. And a great year. Aw. Aw.